Hello, and welcome to episode number three of Pixelated Perspectives podcast. I know that number three doesn't seem like such a big number, but considering the topic I'm going to be covering today, it makes it such a big deal. So thank you so much for tuning in and connecting with me. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. Today's episode is all about sabotage, self-sabotage to be specific, and how hard it is and what makes it so hard to break through thresholds in life and even just simple day-to-day things that we want to do. So in order to kind of highlight um, this topic, I'm going to be sharing a personal story with you of something that I've just recently went through, and it's all about this self-sabotage, and it is amazing just to see it kind of firsthand and witness myself kind of go through this. It was just something recently that's happened, and that has been happening, but I've had this awareness about it because I recently took an amazing course by Jason Kristoff. His course was... Well, it's the reason that I'm talking to you right now in this podcast. Let's just go ahead and dive right in. Self-sabotage is really that resistance. It's the concept of us feeling resistance to overcoming thresholds and overcoming these things that hold us back in life and in day-to-day life. It could be like with your health. It could be with a personal goal or, you know, um, are you trying to create a better career or or better health or you're trying to create a better relationship or whatever it is we will feel resistance to it if we haven't experienced it to that level that we want it's such a neat concept but at the same time it happens for everybody and most of the time we're unaware that it's even happening or we're unaware of what this is like what is it that's holding us back a lot of the times we see it as procrastination or we hear people say I just don't have the willpower to do what I want to do I just can't seem to see myself through to the finish line and this is this resistance that I'm talking about and it all has to do with self-sabotage now the concept again of self-sabotage all has to do with our subconscious minds they are incredibly powerful and they are running the show in our lives We always think that our conscious minds, you know, that thinking and analytical part of our minds are what decides what we do day in and day out. But it really isn't. That's not the part of the mind that is making all the decisions. And that's not typically known. I'm a fan of Marissa Peer. She is UK's top hypnotherapist. And I love the metaphor that she uses for the subconscious mind. She looks at it as a Ferrari, okay? The subconscious mind is this amazing, beautiful, powerful Ferrari. And the conscious mind is the driver. So if being as a driver, you are not, you don't know how to drive, or you don't really understand the concept of what this vehicle is capable of, 
it can actually work against you. You know, you could be going way too fast and get yourself into an accident, or you could be just barely making this engine work because you're too afraid to really embody what this Ferrari, the potential of this Ferrari. It's something along the lines of that, but I think it's the brilliant metaphor to explain how the subconscious and conscious mind relate to one another. So the role of the subconscious mind is to keep you safe. And in order to keep you safe, it needs to keep you the way you've always been because it's predictable and it knows the ins and outs of your day-to-day life. So it's safe. It's viewed and perceived for the subconscious mind as a safe place to be. And when it scans the environment, it really assesses what's the acceptable behavior and ideals of the majority of people that are also in your environment. Because in order to keep you safe, you have to fit into your environment and fit into your tribe, so to speak. And so becoming the average of the people and the behaviors and ideals of your life is the safest place to be. But the irony is that the safe place to be is not the place where we are going to live at our fullest potential or we'll be able to overcome our biggest fears and really step into a role that we dream of stepping into, right? So that's outside of the comfort zone, this safe zone, so to speak. So with your subconscious mind, you know, scanning and assessing your environment and coming up with the average behavior, average way of talking, average way of showing up in life, those messages are passed then to you to act out through your day-to-day life. And it's kind of like this invisible pressure that we feel. So that's the resistance. If we feel like we want to do something other than what we've been doing in the past and up to this point, well, then we feel this resistance. And that's exactly why, because your subconscious mind is keeping you in the, the frame and this comfort zone that you've been so long because that's where it's perceived you to be the safest. And uh, it kind of rejects everything that is not part of that average. So if the majority of people and behaviors in your vicinity, in your environment, and your tribe, if they're all, let's say, overweight and unhealthy and they drink a lot or whatever, whatever the case may be, if that's the average behavior, well, then you actually reject, your subconscious mind will reject eating healthy and reject other behaviors other than what the average is doing. And that in and of itself is the resistance. So I like to call it like a threshold. You know, it's it's this glass wall. I always kind of imagine my threshold as this glass wall. And I can see through it. I can see on this other side. I know that beyond that wall is something amazing. It's what I want to experience. It's um, rising up to be a better version of who I am now. But on this side, this is everything I've known and experienced up until this point. And so this is where my subconscious mind is keeping me. And it will pull out all the stops and it does pull out all the stops. My personal example is creating this podcast. It's three years now since I have been butting up against this glass wall of creating a podcast. And this is an example for me and what I've just what I've just overcome and recognized. This is what actually was happening. 
I would come up with excuses um, all the time. Well, over the last three years that, you know, I really, I don't have major credentials. I'm not a doctor. I didn't um, graduate with, um, you know, degrees and MBAs. And all I can really offer is my experience and what I've been studying on my time and all of the lessons that I've been learning and all of the information and um, behaviors that I've been adopting and how it's helped me. That's all I really have to offer. But people still tend to come to me to ask questions. I'm always being asked specific questions regarding health and well-being and just mindset. And I figured, well, if I'm constantly being asked this stuff, I'm able to uh, provide some sort of value. So that was kind of my mindset of why I wanted to start a podcast. But then at the same time, those were also the reasons why I didn't was the self-doubt and my self-dialogue. I was having, you know, all those things and beliefs that were coming up um, that I was using to, to validate why I wouldn't start a podcast. So needless to say, a few months ago, I decided to take this course by Jason Kristoff. It's titled Overcoming Self-Sabotage. And the way that he explains how the subconscious mind works just cleared up so much confusion for me. I thought I had a pretty good understanding of, you know, how the workings of the subconscious mind. And I was kind of aware that it was the, the one running the show. But this course took it to a whole new level. It took my understandings to a whole another level. So much so that I've been able to embody the information and it's allowed me to totally shatter my glass threshold, this glass wall. And this amount of energy to start this podcast came in such a fury and a whirlwind that I basically, for two weeks straight, did what I need to do to plan to prepare to record to to doing everything I needed to in order to make this happen and then um, over the last couple days I actually released it and then yesterday I found myself completely exhausted like I had I just went through the most amazing energetic experience that you know I'm this breaking through this resistance that I've been feeling for literally years and don't get me wrong, there was tons of resistance still apparent while I was going through this. Still a lot of negative self-talk and, and that was still all there. But the energy behind me to propel forward because of the understanding of how my subconscious mind was working and how the self-sabotage was actually happening, that, is, that was way higher. That was way more higher frequency for this energy for me to really just push through and just ignore the negative self-talk, ignore the resistance because I realized it and seen it for what it was. And it's all that understanding that allowed me to move forward with this goal and this dream. So as I sit here recording episode number three of my podcast, you can see how this is a huge deal for me. Three years and now finally I'm recording my third episode, and it's just amazing. It feels really good. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not scared and I don't have doubts, absolutely, but here I am. It's been a threshold, this visible threshold for me, and I'm on the other side. 
I know what I've done. I know what I've come through. And I know how now I did it. I know what was required to do it. And it was all having the awareness that this is what's going to happen when you are faced with something new, when you are faced with something outside of your comfort zone, outside of your environment and the average behaviors and the average ideals. When you want to go for something, that means showing up differently. That means showing up as something and someone who needs to just start taking different actions. Well, that is going to be, that's going to cause resistance. So if you are aware about that, if you know that that resistance is going to come and it's going to show up as excuses, I mean, every excuse really is a valid excuse, but are you going to let those excuses stop you? So if you recognize that resistance is going to come regardless and you see it for what it is, that's how you get the energy to push through anyway. And you just do it despite of the fear, despite of the, the self-talk that you really shouldn't and you don't know what you're doing and yada, yada, yada. So that's my experience. You know who also talks so amazingly and explains resistance so well is Stephen Pressfield. He's one of my favorite authors. I read the book, The War of Art. And this book highlights so amazingly that these areas of resistance exist. And not only just for creatives, but literally every single person who wants to experience something other than what they're experiencing now. So it explains it. It helps you recognize and have the awareness of it. We don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we're not aware of. So if we don't know that resistance happens because of the subconscious mind trying, just doing its job, just doing its job as an amazing Ferrari, (laughs) it's trying to keep you safe. If you don't realize that how it does that by keeping you the average of your tribe and your environment, well, then you will think it's just you. You will think there's something the matter with you. Like, I just don't have the willpower. I procrastinate. You will think that it's something wrong with you. But when you understand that it just is doing its job, it's functioning properly and amazingly, and you can make it work for you. So you can learn the role of a Ferrari. You can learn how to drive it at its best and have fun with it and make it as this vehicle of not only getting you from A to B, but having amazing time while getting from point A to B. So once we realize and recognize the, the role of the subconscious and how it works, then we can start to adapt our environment so that we're more in alignment, that our environment is more in alignment into what it is we want that we aren't yet experiencing. If the subconscious mind is all about keeping you the average because it's the safest place to be, well, then we need to start adjusting our environment, which means you know, our thoughts and our our ideals. What are we um, consuming food-wise, but also media-wise? Like, what are we watching? Are we watching TV? And what are we watching on TV? What kind of movies are you watching? What kind of print media are you consuming? And and what kind of conversations are you having with people on a day-to-day basis? It's recognizing this, it being aware of all of this, And then asking yourself, well, is it in alignment to where I want to be? And if it's not, then you can kind of see, well, I guess this is why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing because the subconscious is just making me the average 
as it should, because that's where it's perceived I'm the safest. So if, if it's not aligning to that where you want to be, then it's up to you to start re-examining where you can start to switch things up within your environment. You know, you need to start thinking differently. You need to start having um, different conversations with people that support where you're going. You need to start consuming things that are healthful and high vibrational, high energetic food and energy. And as we do this and as we start adjusting our ideals and our thoughts, that's where the threshold and the resistance will start to become a little less powerful. And um, having the awareness while we're doing that is what's going to catapult you through that glass wall, just as I witnessed happen. Now that I'm on the other side and I officially do have a podcast, these last two weeks have been a whirlwind, but while this story was fresh in my head, I just wanted to get this recorded so that, that it could maybe inspire you or understand at the least why it's been maybe challenging for you to do something that you've been really wanting to. Maybe it's been years as well, or maybe it's just something recently that's come up and you just can't seem yourself to act towards that goal. And know that it's definitely not you. It's not you personally. It's literally a principle. This is how your subconscious mind works. I hope that you found this valuable and insightful and thank you so much again for tuning in and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at Tanya Verquin.